1: Welcome to the King of All Kings podcast, J Street, Street, Street vibes. vibes. Hosted by Kenny Carraway and Jason Jones. Yes, indeed. Another episode. They thought we was playing, Jason, but we back, man. J Street Vibes again. Your main man, Kenny Carraway, Jason Jones from The Athletic, here to give you all that Kings talk that you need. We got you covered um, here on this. You guys are going to hear this on a Thursday morning. But we're talking in the aftermath. It's a little bit of a like a post-game show as the Kings went down to South Beach and in a valiant effort, lost 110-107 to the Miami Heat. Tyler Hero uh, with a travel. I no doubt about it. It's a travel. But, Jason, I'm, I'm going to duck the t- tomatoes from Kings Twitter right now. I mean, I'm not – It's it, that. come on, man. It's, it's the NBA. Those things happen all the time. That was just a great shot by Tyler Hero, man. Yeah.
2: Even with the travel, that was not an easy shot. I thought TD forced mm-hmm. him into a tough shot. I mean, it wasn't I mean, you, you know, off balance, stumbling. You know, that's, you know, that's I a, mean, that's, that's a that's, shot
1: making right there in Tyler Hero.
2: Yeah. You know, if you, if that's what BC, you, you kind of have to live with that. You know, it's, yeah. you know, I mean, you look that game top to bottom. I, I have no real qualms. I mean, of course, people are going to nitpick about, well, who was in the game. I think someone hit me on Twitter with, why didn't uh, Mike have his defensive guys in? But you look—if you have no—if you have no timeouts left, you got to think we got to stop. We got to be able to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I mean, even with that said, I mean, I thought TD's defense on that play was good.
1: That was really good defense, really good, and he's a good defender. He's not like the best, maybe, but he's a—he's a solid defender. the the, mm-hmm. the defense on the play was was as good as as it gets, and the guy. Like, that's the NBA, right? Sometimes these guys just hit shots. Tyler Hero, um, one of the great young scorers in the game today, one of the great young shot makers in the game. You get a shot, you got to tip your hat. The one thing I will say about that play, and I, I'm not really saying it to blame anybody, but it is a frustration of mine is, and this is just the NBA, I guess, but the ball gets inbounded. Davion Mitchell is on Tyler Hero. They come set a full screen with Gabe Vincent, and the switch just happens just easy, just easy. And, and, and in, in some situations, like I'm thinking, I think he got that with like 12 seconds to go. If I'm Davion, once again, easier said than done. But I'm fighting over the screen to get over. I'm pretty sure, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Tyler wanted the last shot. So say there was a lane open there. My my guess is he wouldn't even took the lane. He would have waited to get the last shot. Would have gave Davion time to get back in there. But, but that's the whole thing. That was the matchup. You had Davion on Tyler Hero. That's what you wanted. And all they had to do was do this little fake screen. And then they got the matchup that they wanted. It's not a Kings problem. It happens all the time in the NBA. And it just bothers me. I don't understand it.
2: Yeah, I used to always, I know in past seasons, I'd always ask the Kings. I'd be like, okay, you know that, I don't know, your center on a guard is a bad matchup. Why do you guys just switch anyway? Right. Why do you do it? (laughs) And you see see it all the time. I'm like, you watch a game and go, okay, you know, you realize in that case, if you're the Kings, if Tyler Hero is going to, on that switch, give the ball to Gabe Vincent, no disrespect to Gabe Vincent, you know, you know, NorCal guy, Sacramento area guy, you know, a lot of times well, in the area.
1: Fingers but up. Fingers up. No, I think went to Merced or, or Santa Barbara,
2: actually. I don't know. I Santa remember. Barbara, yeah. yeah. But if Gabe Vincent beats you, Gabe Vincent beats you. Right. You know, I, I'm thinking you got to get the ball in Tyler Hero's hands. Because mm-hmm. that's the guy they, you know, I know they still got Kyle Lowry, still got Bam, but – I take my chances getting the – I mean, Tyler was cooking at that point. Man,
1: I was about to say, especially the way he was shooting in that fourth quarter. You got to
2: get the ball out of his hands. You can't let him have – the. You, you can't let him have the last say. But, you know, you, especially in that fourth quarter, there were just little pockets of moments where they had too many – I thought too many breakdowns defensively where Miami got one – a few too many just easy you – know, you know, in the lane shots. Right, right. And, you know, you know so did, did it come down to that one shot? Yeah and no, because like I said, there were moments here and there where you say, "Hey, you can, you know, you can't, you can't give up that easy of a basket." And that's, I mean, there was one where it was like I forgot was it Bam or someone yeah, got a
1: dunk. <laughs> yeah, Bam got a dunk uh, with being untouched Tyler Hero. A couple of plays before that, on a you know, somehow roads Rogers went to the cup.
2: Yeah, they had too many. They had one too many of those. But like I said overall, I can't complain. And then you know, I know I always tweet about revenge games. Dwayne Dedman came back with (laughs) 10-8-3. Come on. (laughs) Dwayne Dedman's revenge. You know Dwayne Dedman was saying, I didn't play in that game on Saturday. I got something for them. When you come to the crib, I got something for you, Sacramento. I got something for you.
1: Four of six, ten points, eight rebounds. Stop it, Dwayne. Hey,
2: if Stop he had it. did that in Sacramento, he'd have been the starting center that whole season. A-
1: absolutely. I don't think we saw him do that once in Sacramento. Yeah, that-
2: he, he had a game. I think I, I was, it was in Philly. He had a he had a game. <laughs> he had a game or two. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was it just also reminded me too of the Kings penchant for years of signing backups to be starters. Oof.
1: Oh, they got us on that one. They got us on that one. Um, so they
2: got themselves on that one. I, no one else was going to give Dwayne that deal. But, hey, I, I he ain't mad at a man got he,
1: paid. he got off of it. Remember, he, they were giving him credit for getting off the deal. Like, how about just don't sign it in the first place? <laughs> like they
2: gave him credit. At least he admitted Papa Giannis was wrong. It's like, how about you don't draft him? <laughs> You no, know, but hey, it is what it is. You know, I, I, I'll never begrudge a man for getting paid. As Charles Barkley once said, you're worth whatever someone's willing to pay you.
1: That's all it is. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Um, let's work backwards. We went to the final shot uh of that one ten, one oh seven uh loss to the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. Um some good performances though from the Kings tonight. Uh, Obviously, Kevin Herter continues to play really well. 22 points on the night, four three-pointers. But my guy, I want to give a salute and a shout-out to my guy, Malik Monk. Malik was balling. 19-7 assists on the night, almost at the game-winning uh assist you could say after you know driving to the basket found Sabonis with a beautiful pass I thought it was going to be able to be an and one situation you want him to make it in that situation but he got hammered by Strauss and uh was only able to go to the line and shout out to Sabonis a good game himself 22 points 12 rebounds eight assists but one of the more um impressive things to me is the way he hit clutch free throws at the end I mean he. He was he was money down the stretch, and free throws have been hit or miss with him um, from from when I've seen him in his career. You know what I mean? I, I don't. I don't. They I don't were hit or miss in this game. game. There, this he's, is true.
2: He didn't start off well, so I was going, uh "Oh, he's going to the line," but he hit him.
1: Yeah, yeah, big, big <laughs> time. Uh, monk
2: was also Jason Kidd? I mean, <laughs> just just you know, I mean, there was you know to me. You know, seeing the way Sabonis was, Sabonis was real aggressive early, especially around the basket. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going against a good defender in Bam Adebayo. Then, if he, when he if he does see Deadman, Deadman has length and Deadman can you know can defend as well. So, I mean, th- it was good to see him have a good all around game in that regard. Stay out of foul trouble.
1: Yeah, you know around. Like got- Use that challenge in
2: the first half, like uh-uh.
1: <laughs> he didn't, can't he, have one. Didn't he get his? He got his first foul in the fourth quarter, I think.
2: Yeah. Yeah because, they, yeah, because it was – I mean, they won the challenge, yeah. But, yeah, Mike was like, uh-uh. No De'Aaron tonight? I cannot – we're not even playing around with you getting in foul trouble.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah I
2: think that was – you know, that was a good sign, you know. You look, you know, you look down the – you know, down the rest of – you know, the, the box score, you know, it's, you know, nitpick here and there about who did what. You know, you knew Donovan wasn't going to shoot the way he shot the last game every game. Hmm. He only took nine shots too, but – you yeah. know, Herter heard was shooting. She was was shooting the ball well. Sabonis so was rolling. Harrison I, didn't have a good shooting I, night. You know, I, I got to be
1: I got to be consistent though. I got to keep the same energy because I got I was furious with Harrison after that Warriors game. I think it was when he was one of one from the field, and I said, "Go four fourteen. I don't care." But you can't take one shot tonight. He was four twelve from the field. Mm-hmm. He looked horrendous from, sometimes. He shot an air ball that, <laughs> that was four feet to the right of the basket. I said, what in the world is going on? But I'm going to keep the same energy. At least he took his 12 shots, so I'm going to leave him alone. All right? Got, I mean, yeah. he, he, he got better, but took got a, two shots.
2: He's got to shoot. You know, what they yeah. can't have is, like you said, one two-shot games from him. You know, especially right. with De'Aaron out, you can't have that. So, like I said, to me, all around, I can't – I don't have a whole lot of complaints about how they played, you know, Shot forty seven percent. You hate to see them get, you know, let a team shoot forty nine percent. You know that's that's not sustainable over a season if you want to be a come on playoff team. But you know, on the road, you know, without your best player, even though Miami didn't have, you know, you know Jimmy Jimmy Coffee or whatever we call him nowadays. You know,
1: (laughs) I'm glad he got rid of the uh, the extensions. (laughs) That was he got rid
2: of the Tyler Perry wig. (laughs)
1: It's <laughs> uh shaman moore uh tyler Perry with
2: <laughs> right come on bro really this is what we doing for media what are we doing, man? come on
1: uh I, i'm glad he got rid of that but i look at that and and maybe this is one way of looking and maybe i'm stalling them i mean they they were there to win the game tonight so it's, yeah. it's frustrating they didn't win the game but you look at it in a vacuum and you say if i was talking to you uh jason on uh, when they start the season on like the 19th, I talked to you on September 25th, and I looked at the schedule and I said, They're going to split the season series with Miami. You'd be like, All right, cool. You yeah. know, like, All right. And the one you lose is going to be on the road. Yeah, I could see that. Okay, cool.
2: You lose a three, you lose on a three with 1.6 to go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, not
2: cool. Aaron, you're not going to be like, Oh, you know, I think a lot of times we come further than a moment, you go, You know, obviously you want to get the win, but. This team was 0-4 a week ago. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you still got a chance to go to Orlando. You get that one. You go two and one on this trip. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know how anybody comes back from that and says, Oh man, that was terrible. You yeah. know, you lose a three point game at at a team, that's probably gonna be a it's gonna be a playoff team in the East.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And if you you know, and I think when they get everybody back, Charlotte'll be in the mix. You know, Orlando's obviously Orlando, but mm-hmm. If you get the Orlando game, you go two and one, you come back home and you just say, okay, let's just see when we get De'Aaron back. That is assuming that De'Aaron does not play against Orlando. I know he's day to day, but you're not going to rush him back.
1: No, you're not rushing. Game eight of the year. But it was was a good sign. I think he – he warmed up, not like in the team warmups, but he, he he warmed up and he got some shots up and worked out a little bit before the game. So that's a good thing. He was on the bench. looked like he was moving fine, you know, walking up and getting up and down off the bench. Yeah. So, um, I'm thinking he might play on Saturday. They may be extra cautious about it and just hold him out to... Um, I, you do the same thing that I do. It's actually a four-game road trip, but they come back to san francisco which always throws me off so they wait yeah. till they get back to california
2: okay they go two and one on the east coast
1: yeah, yeah see no but i do the same thing i've been doing the same thing all week i've been like yeah you know get this little three game road trip and i forget the warriors game is a road game technically so but even then four game trip with the warriors and the in the heat on there and you go two and two that's how you want to do a lot of your road trips right there you know yeah. what I mean? worst case scenario but you got to get the one on saturday
2: though Oh, yeah, you definitely got to get that one. You, can, you can't you can afford to not get the one on Saturday.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, Kings lose again, 110-107 to the Miami Heat. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk to you about Mike Brown because uh, he had some choice words after this game tonight, and uh, I liked it. I liked it. We'll be right back. We'll talk about that. Back here on J Street Vibes, Kenny Carraway, Jason Jones uh, in the building. We just talked about the Kings' unfortunate loss last night, 110-107 to the Miami Heat. And after the game, Mike Brown spoke, and he did something that I was clamoring for uh, today on d and KC. I said, it's time for Uncle V to let him know, I got you. But you need to let the, let, let the referees know, and let the league know, this needs to stop. He needs to go back to that Phil Jackson playbook, that Pat Riley playbook, speaking through the media, all right? After the game, um, Mike Brown had a couple things to say. Let's roll that real quick.
0: Miami Heat, Spolstra, and everything that they've done. And uh, Tyler is a great player. Miami Heat, Spolstra, and everything that they've done. And uh, Tyler is a great player. At the end, he traveled, he traveled on the last play and I would be I, I, I would not be doing my job if I didn't come up here and protect my guys. My guys fought their behind off um, for close to 48 minutes. what i'm talking about jason that's what i'm
1: talking about i'm done with all this nonsense okay they need to put some respect put some respect on the king's name out here and mike brown doing like i said he should and like i said vivek should tell him to do mike say what you got to say i've got the fine you say what you got to say that's what i'm talking about mike let your players know you got their back baby
2: yeah you got to i mean you know tyler hero traveled and (laughs) <laughs> and it does, and it does you no good when the two minute report comes out. And- oh,
1: beautiful. Too. Thank you. Thank you, NBA. Thank
2: you. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. By the way, he traveled. And then you see the thing NC, no call. Thank you. <laughs> it's not like, and I, that's why I don't like the two minute report. Right. Because all it does is make people mad. It doesn't <laughs> fix anything. It's not like you said, you know what? We're gonna go back to Miami and and, st- and restart the game when the travel happened. Yeah, yeah. When, you know, when
1: but, time, what, what was the time they did that? I remember it was like Heat Hawks. It was yeah. Shaq on the Heat, and they played like the final thirty seconds of a game or something like yeah, that.
2: And it was like there had been a trade, so all the guys <laughs> weren't there anymore, <laughs> they had to. It was yeah, but you know, I think you have to you have to file an official protest to get that to happen. Right, right you know and all that stuff and yeah it's i mean i get it i mean why mike would be mad i mean he's got a guy in fox who probably should shoot 10 free throws a night mm-hmm. and that can be so hit or miss mm-hmm. his big is a two-time all-star who doesn't seem you know who got you know, in that last you know fourth quarter had that crazy collision and it was like oh, okay you know? <laughs> and then they had you know and then they call that Whatever it was they calling that last? He was trying to shoot that three, like he made, like he was trying to. Oh end.
1: yeah, yeah.
2: I was <laughs> like, I don't know what. I mean, I'm like, he's falling down. I don't think he's trying to take the guy out, but okay, right. I guess. Right. You know, right. but yeah, I mean, he's got to do that because, like I said, a reputation is a big part of officiating. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a the reason why Sabonis was probably getting a lot of foul calls. I'm like, oh yeah, that guy fell down by him. There's no way Sabonis played good defense. He must have fouled him. You know, and teams that have that lose don't get those calls. Yeah. And especially on the road. And you know, Mike has a reason to be mad, you know, but mm-hmm. he's also got to show his players that hey, I'm willing to take that envelope from the league with the fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I need you guys to go out there and you know, do the thing for me, lay down and not lay down, but lay out, giving all you got yeah. on my end, you know, like part like you use that challenge in the first quarter. let lets the bonus know I got you. Right, that was right. a bad call. I got you, even though how you didn't see his foot all the way in the restricted oh, area. He
1: had his entire foot, it would, and you know sometimes it's like, oh, his heel is on the line. No, his entire right foot was in the restricted area. It's like,
2: oh, dead yeah. like a size eighteen twenty, and like the whole, it was like. His toe was sticking out. (laughs) It was like, like, what did you guys – how do you miss that? Right. In the game, we were watching before we started recording. I just watched Zion Williamson step out of bounds and make a pass.
1: I saw that too. (laughs) It
2: wasn't – and it wasn't close. His whole foot was out of bounds.
1: (laughs) You know, I mean,
2: and it sucks that Mike Brown has to use a challenge on something that was so – There should almost be a mechanism where a call like that happens that of all those cameras, someone in New York goes, dang, no, reverse that. Save your challenge.
1: Right. Somebody
2: challenge that when we can all see that it's a bad call.
1: It's clear as day. It's clear as day. And then, and then the the bad thing about that is, um, and the NBA has got to fix this is he, he was right, but he loses the challenge. How does that make any sense? (laughs)
2: I mean, you know, there's there, you know, or my, my favorite part of the challenge was he wins the challenge. It was a loose ball, so we'll jump it up. It's like <laughs> come on, yo, but there, he did not have control. He didn't have control because you got the call wrong. He got hammered.
1: All right. Yeah, they, they gotta work out some of those kinks. But I like I I like um I like Mike doing that. It's something that You have to pick and choose your spots when you do something like that. You can't, you know, be doing it in every other game. But I thought this was the right time. Seven games in, um, the Kings have been on the the bad side of, you know, a lot of these calls. Then he hadn't said anything for about seven games. And, you know, it happened again tonight. I don't want to say cost them a game because I I thought both teams played well and it, that's just the way the game went. But you could you could use the argument it cost them the game. It was a travel on the last play of the game that you know could have could have had them having possession and opportunity to win. And I just thought right now was the right time. So I'm glad he did that. And that it feels like it feels like not not to go you know back in the past, but I don't feel like Luke ever did that.
2: I, I, think, think Luke, I don't dude, think dude. Luke ever publicly did that. No, I think Luke, he, he got some texts during games. Yeah, he did. I don't yeah. think he ever, I don't, you know, I, mean, I don't think he ever did the post game. I'm trying to remember. I can't recall if he ever did.
1: Yeah. So, and that uh, was, because I, 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 I don't think he did because it was kind of frustrating to me because he, it was like, once again, you can't use it all the time, but I there were times it was like, okay, it's time. It's time for to use. it And he, he wouldn't do it. He just checked the tape.
2: It seems like that was so long ago though. I'm like, man, it
1: it really does it
2: it feels like that was five years ago, but it was really like last year. It feels like it feels
1: like it's been a year yet. Was it when it was was that December or or about December?
2: Yeah, but it's that was like three coaches ago. (laughs) Two, three coaches ago. So it just seems like it was I almost get him mixed up with it. Like did Dave Yeager do it? I don't know. It's like, you know. Uh, you know, and, and I, th- I also think it's part of, you know, you know, I think every team has their guy who, who cuts up the tape and says, okay, hey, NBA, here are the 10 calls you missed. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, I mean, I think but like you said, you got to pick your spot. Mike can't use this if they if they commit 20 turnovers right, and right. miss 12 free throws. Right. And, and, um, and I think
1: that's the other the other reason why he he used it tonight because I thought they played well. They played yeah. well to win. They, you know, they didn't have an egregious amount of turnovers. Um, they shot the ball decent. They did. They did their job to be in that game and to give themselves a chance to win. And if it's close enough, where somebody may be like, "Man, if it wasn't for you know this call, we didn't weren't getting this whistle," you know, it, it carries a little bit more weight as opposed to like you said, if they would have turned the ball over twenty five times. What are we? What are we yelling at the officials for? You know what
2: I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, you know, they have a legit gripe to say you call the travel on that play. Mm-hmm. We get the ball back. At the very least, we're going the overtime,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: you know, and they didn't get that chance because of that, because now you got to try to heave the ball down the court, you know, you know, after after that shot. And I also I thought it was a two when I saw it live.
1: Yeah, I, I well, I thought a lot was going on on that. Point. I
2: was like, was that a two? Was it a tra-? I said the one thing that I that I was sure about that was a tough shot. I'm like, was it two? Was it a travel? Yeah, I don't know what that was.
1: You know, the one thing I will say about Coach Brandon, and this is probably 2020 hindsight, is they get was it a stop or a made basket? I can't remember, but anyway, there was no stoppage in play he they took the ball out they dribble up to the half court and then he calls the timeout with like 20 seconds on the on the on the clock on the play where monk dissed it off to Sabonis and, and got the foul. and with that being your last timeout i don't know i mean you were down to so i understand making sure you get exactly what you want in that situation but i i maybe i, I probably would have held on to that timeout just in case you missed or if you may, I would, I would have had a timeout left in that situation is what I'm saying. And I didn't have a timeout after the hero three because of that A little bit of nitpicking for me. Yeah. I understand. It's I not- got one
2: other nitpicking thing. It's my, one of my pet peeves. Possession <laughs> before that, they let Kyle Lowry just roll the ball up without taking any time off.
1: There's that too.
2: I hate that. There's that. Yeah. I hate that. I'm like, why? Like, you're just no. going to let him concert, you know, m- make him use some clock.
1: Yeah, all you gotta do is put a guy there, and then you could back up to half court if you want to, but, yeah, but they just ball.
2: let him roll the ball all the way up and they get a good look. You know, they get a full shot clock mm-hmm. in the half court. They don't have to rush. I'll yeah. never understand how players just let a guy roll the ball up the court, and you know it's it's you know, because it's it, I mean, it's nitpicking because you know they lo- one because they lost mm-hmm. <laughs> and two because when you lose a game like this, even if that wasn't a travel, you start going, Well, what about this moment here? What about this moment here? What about this moment here? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I I I I would love to see Jay Z said deaf to auto tune. I want to see deaf to letting a guy just roll the ball up. And for me, if, if no other reason, you make him <laughs> pick it up because he doesn't want to. Exactly. I'm a I'm a firm believer, and you make them uncomfortable every chance you get. Exactly. It's don't let him just too. roll the ball up and just look around and survey the court.
1: It's real simple too. You see them doing that, run up like you're about to come get. He's gonna pick the ball up, pick yeah, it up, and then you yeah, back pass, back to the other side of half court like you wanted to. Real simple.
2: Yeah. And really, what you gave them was a two for one that mm-hmm. they didn't have to really work for
1: that's what he wanted
2: yeah yeah that's what they wanted they, you know you gave them an easy two for one because mm-hmm. even if they shoot the you know they didn't use up any clock right so they, 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 they can shoot 10 seconds in yeah. no problem so yeah i just i just didn't like that you know it's it's, it's a pet peeve of mine yeah. always has been. always will be
1: well yeah, i feel you um we mentioned a little bit earlier well we're gonna i know it's a four-game road trip but the we're gonna dismiss the Warriors game, and we're saying one more game on this road trip. Okay, one more game on this road trip in Orlando. They're
2: a struggling team anyway. They should get that one. I know, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, what game is easier, the Warriors or the Magic? What, what struggling team is easier? Warriors I think
2: I, I'd rather see the I'd rather see the Warriors right now. I mean, they don't seem to have their their stuff together at all.
1: Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, Orlando on Saturday afternoon. I don't want to, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to call it a must win. I've been saying this a lot on the show. This is an opportunity here. This is a, this is an opportunity. And you get these little opportunities along the way. And one of the things the Kings have been terrible at doing over the last, well, 16 years, I guess you could say, but in recent memory for sure is not taking advantage of these opportunities that you have a game. That you you win against Orlando, and I'm not even going to do the whole you should beat Orlando, they're this and that. Hey, man, uh, we talked about it the other day, Jason. The NBA is loaded. They, Orlando got ball players. They got guys that can go. So I'm not going to do this whole should win this, none of that. But you have an opportunity to, to, to get a game, get on this little mini road trip, the East Coast swing at least, two and one, and come back to the West Coast at three and five after being 0 and four a week ago. That's, mm. that's not bad at all. And you oh. got to take advantage of this opportunity on Saturday.
2: Yeah, and what it is, it's not so much the whole they could, should win. It's that in so many chances and before when you have these opportunities, they just get smacked. Mm. Like, like, there was that game, was, was it last season where it's like, the Bucks don't have Giannis, the Bucks don't have
1: Chris. Oh, yeah. they got work.
2: Oh, let's just let Drew Holiday come out there and just smack <laughs> us for fourth quarter. They,
1: they got work. What about yeah. the, uh, they, when Philly sat everybody uh, in Sacramento and, and, and they lost that game right after Luke got fired? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I mean, there's just, yeah. So it, it's more so just, it, to me, it's more about the mindset of the team. Even if you lose the game, how did you approach the game? And what they've had before is this, this, almost this, they really had the we should win mindset when, I'll never forget what time, I think it might've been DeMarcus told me, don't we get it? Everyone looks at us as the we should win game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why yeah. are we walking around saying we should win when we're everyone's, they were your everyone's get right game until no. proven otherwise. No. So I think that, I think they got a chance to go out there and make something happen though, get in Orlando and, and show some, show some, show a positive step.
1: Uh, and, and to be honest with you to that point, Orlando's probably looking at this game on Saturday, like we, we can get this one. You know what I mean? We, we've been playing solid lately. We we could get this one. That's how Orlando's gonna be looking at it. So um I think from everything I've seen so far, it's about two weeks of basketball. And I know two weeks is is not a long time in this tenure. They look they look good. Like we haven't seen a complete stinker yet. We've seen games where you know, disappointing a 50 point quarter against the Warriors, you know, like, like moments where it's like, oh, man, you guys didn't play well, whatever, but not. they They've they've shown resolve in a game that they've been down in, like on Monday, or they've shown just competitiveness like they did against Miami in both games. I I would be very shocked and disappointed if they didn't come out ready to play on Saturday.
2: Yeah, I would be, too. Yeah, they're, they're not the Brooklyn Nets. They actually care. So <laughs> yeah. I'd be shocked if they just, I mean, they haven't just come out right to go, my God, this is just unwatchable. I mean, that second quarter against the Warriors was unwatchable. But yeah. overall, they, they I haven't watched them and gone like, oh, wow, this is just embarrassing. Like, how could you come out like this? This is sad. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you true. know, I haven't had that feeling about them. I've looked around the league and seen some, oh, my God, this is sad games and, you know, sad teams, mm-hmm. mainly Brooklyn. Uh, to me, they're the saddest team in basketball. But, nice. <laughs> but you know, I don't – this Kings team doesn't have the feel of, okay, they're looking at the lottery.
1: No. Nah. Yeah, nah, you know, I think, you
2: know, they, think, you know th- th- they're competing. I think De'Aaron has, you know, come out to start the year and shown more leadership. Mm-hmm. than he has in the past you know i think mm-hmm. he's taken he's he's accepted that i think having a you know like tonight was a good example even though you lose your number two guy's a pretty damn good player yeah facts. so you got you got him on the middle you know, tv came on it was normal but
1: <laughs> uh, last 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 episode my uh they were playing highlights in the background on my computer so it happened
2: yeah, yeah so you know but yeah so you know you, i think you know you you look at the fact that you have us a bonus, you know, you've got a Malik Monk on the bench who, you know, you know, you're not looking at the bench going, man, we got like, I remember one coach said, we got like five and a half players. Mm. <laughs> he's like, we got like a, like four. like." like I remember when one coach told me one season, he's like, we really got two or three actual NBA starters. Mm. And then I got to fill in the gaps and people talk about the rotation and, why the rotation can't be consistent. The rotation can't be consistent because you don't know what you're going to get from six of these guys every night. Right. So I right. think you now have an idea that more times than not, Kevin Herter is going to be a good shooter. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Malik Monk is going to, might be streaky, but that's why Malik Monk is not your starting too. All right. I think you know that you what you're generally probably going to get for Keegan, you know, what you're probably generally going to get from Harrison and Sabonis. And then you put, you know what you're going to get when TD plays. You know what you're going to get when Rashawn plays. I mean, they're a much more complete team than they've been in a very long time.
1: Real quick before we we left uh, the Kings, I wanted to – just wanted to see – did you see CBS Sports, um, their little collage they did of – so CBS Sports put out a tweet earlier. And I don't even know if this, this – this is just interesting but it says uh, a little bit of a different vibe from the player's dads in Sacramento this time around. And they have a bunch of these tweets from team Bagley and it's like trade uh, Marvin ASAP. And uh, what's the other one say? It said,
2: oh, what I, 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 one I, I see it now. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: And then, you know, those are all the, the Bagley's Marvin jr's tweets. And then they have uh, Keegan Murray's dad, because uh, Cameron Suano, shout out to Cameron, he tweeted out earlier that, that Keegan was subbed out with 9.26 left in the game and he didn't return. And Kenya Murray, Keegan's dad, says he wasn't great on defense. The shot wasn't falling. He struggled a little bit on his defensive rotation. Good thing this is only game seven of 82. He might have a chance to bounce back this season. Laughing emoji. This team is competing. Every team is banged up. The Kings will be okay.
2: What the hell is wrong with his dad? What the hell this must be a this can't this must be a burner account. It's not really. I I refuse to believe a dad had a mature take like my son isn't. I refuse to believe a dad tweeted my son isn't playing well. He must know the Aaron's dad right right I mean, you've got two team dads who are like i'm tired of my son playing like this oh, Come
1: on, Come on. <laughs> it's it it's it makes it makes marvin jr who i've said a number of different times i didn't like i don't like the way he went about like stuff publicly and the tweets and all this other stuff i thought that was trash um obviously I thought it was trash that he would, you know, always blame the organization and do all this other stuff. I didn't like that, but I've said, I've talked to him on like two different occasions. Marvin jr. The dad, very nice, (laughs) very nice man. So I always hated that he would always do those little things. And I guess it was just in his nature. That's what he did. But very refreshing to see, if the parents are gonna be active on Twitter and responding to stuff like that, to see something like Kenya Murray in, in, in the way that uh the way that he, you know, kind of responded to his son not playing down the stretch.
2: Yeah, I mean, and I don't think anyone who watched the game was sitting at home screaming he's not playing Keegan. That's he what's what's wrong with him?
1: There were some of them out there. Well some of them wanted him instead of Harrison.
2: So <laughs> I mean, at some point, you got to realize that even though we know Keegan's on his way to the Hall of Fame, that, you know, <laughs> even Magic Johnson, even Michael Jordan missed shots. So, I mean, yeah. Keegan's going to have a bad game once a month or so. So calm yeah. down. Okay. I mean, and, and we also forget he is a rookie. Yeah. And if you're going to take a guy, a rookie out late in the game, it's probably going to be for defense. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think even the reports before the draft were that as solid as he should be. Defense might be a struggle for him early on with the foot speed and the the different type of guys he's going to see now. You know he's not at he's not at Iowa. It was Iowa, right? Not Missouri. I always get those two schools mixed up. Iowa, not the Hawkeyes. Yeah, yeah, all, you know, you know all you know that whole area. So you know, I think yeah, it's it's weird, but yeah. he still can't he still can't top Aaron Fox, who has. <laughs> He he he's my favorite all time tweeting dad because of, like the one time De'Aaron was like I could dunk it all the time. Well, do it then. Aaron
1: <laughs> yeah. Fox, a real one, man. He a yeah, real
2: yeah. You would never have a. I, I, before we go, one quick story. I know somebody was telling me that one time they're at a game and someone's cussing out De'Aaron mm-hmm. and like you ain't just number five. You gotta sit. You gotta sit your ass down and going in on him. Yeah, and the security guy goes, "Excuse me, sir, could you sit down?" And turn around. That's my son. I'll say what I want to him. <laughs> so you can't top, you can't top that. You know, you know. So yeah, I, I mean, I guess I, I, I'm hopeful that overall the vibe of the around the team is just going to get it's just it's just better. I mean, Absolutely. guys around guys for years have always said being a king was like having a cloud over you. Mm. And all you did, all you lived for, was the day to get out.
1: Mm. Damn, that is sounding like prison. Jesus.
2: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) guys would be like, like, you enter
1: in the day, get out.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they're just like, man, I just can't. I'm like, trade deadline, come on, damn, they didn't trade me. Damn it. Guess (laughs) I gotta stay.
1: Yeah, they gotta they gotta change the vibes around here, man. There's another place they need to change the vibes in the, in the NBA too, and we'll talk about it. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back here on J Street Vibes, we'll talk about where they just need a they, they need good vibrations. They need to change their vibrations. They
2: need life. love.
1: <laughs> we'll talk about it next. Back here on J Street Vibes, Kenny Caraway, Jason Jones. We gave you everything you need to know about the Kings right now. One of the things that we like to do, though, on this one for all the new listeners, and we appreciate all the new listeners and subscribers, big ups to you guys, man. Uh, rate and subscribe, all this other stuff, man. We love all that uh, wherever you listen to us. But sometimes, because Jason, especially now, like covers everything. So sometimes we go into pop culture. Last week, we talked about Diddy and 2-Bit. Uh, or last episode, we talked about Diddy and 2-Bit. Sometimes we'll just go around the league, right? And that's why I just wanted to spend like two, three, four, five minutes on today is the biggest train wreck in the NBA right now. That's the Brooklyn Nets. What the hell is going on in Brooklyn? <laughs> that's a mess. First of all, they fired Steve Nash. What, what was that? Six games into the season. After, I mean, he was dead man walking the entire time. KD said he didn't want him over the summer. But, yeah, we're going to come back and make it work. That's gone. But they're like, oh, we have Jock Vaughn here. Maybe we'll give him an opportunity. No, let's not. Let's, let's Let's go try and get suspended head coach and shamed head coach Ime Udoka to come be our new head coach. All the while, Kyrie is battling anti-Semitic uh, accusations on a daily basis. What's going on in Brooklyn, Jason? Help me understand.
2: I, I I guess they said, you know what, you know, for years the Kings and the Knicks battled for the, the title of most dysfunctional. Brooklyn said, you know what, we're going to top all of this. We're going to have our star player demand a trade. Then he's going to. After demanding that not only the coach, coach and GM be removed. True. After free agent, like after he's the mountain signed players, you know what? I don't like you, Sean. And <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be slightly partial to Sean Marks. We went to school together. He Go Bears. Yeah, he with the cow. Yeah, he's the cow guy.
1: Okay, okay. So
2: ignore this current stretch of cow basketball. Back <laughs> when I was there, Bruh. guys in the league.
1: Yeah, now I think Sac State got him. It wouldn't I, surprise I, me. I, they, I, they, shout out to Patrick. Lost to, they
2: lost to Cal State Bakersfield twice in a year. So come I mean, on, man.
1: come on! What's going on, man? Who's the AD over there, man? Come I, on. I,
2: it, it's all bad, but that's <laughs> not let's not make me sad right now. But <laughs> you know, but you've got that. Kyrie is Kyrie, and just that this whole thing, this whole weekend. It's it, like it's just crazy. Like the the Kyrie is the vice president of the union, and the union issues a statement saying they they don't condone any any hate speech, and they're talking about the vice president of the union. Oh my gosh! And I'm sitting there going, "What the hell is this?" And then they have the statement today, which you know you figured it would come to. I'm gonna donate some money or whatever. Mm. Where. The whole statement Kyrie talks about, the words being hurtful, he doesn't apologize. It's like the most basic thing you can do is say, "I'm," you know, even if you don't think you were wrong, not even the I'm sorry if I offended someone. You
1: can't even give him that.
2: You can't even give the I'm sorry. Even even that's usually
1: trash, but at least give him that.
2: Yeah, he's like, nope.
1: You know, it's really weird because, like, I pay attention to – Like, when we talk about somebody like Kyrie, like, I don't know Kyrie. I just know what I see in the media, what he says in quotes, and things of that nature. And I try to listen to the people who are actually around the person that we're talking about. And you hear people that are around Kyrie, they actually like him. Like, every time, they'll always be like, he's not a bad guy. He's a little weird. He's probably... He probably thinks he's smarter than he really is. Yeah, that's the thing I've always heard about him. He's a guy or, you know, a jerk. He's, like, really nice to the people he's around. And it always baffles me how somebody that people genuinely like that much can continuously make these stupid decisions.
2: It's What someone told me, what it comes down to, is that Kyrie genuinely believes he's smarter than everyone. Mm. And... I think my buddy Amin El Hassan made the point. He said, "Even if you believe your little conspiracy," oh yeah, I god. Oh, my friend, not your friend. My bad. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. But you know, like I heard him say, "Even if you believe some of these theories that you have, could you give us someone other than Alex Jones as your support?" Right. You know, could you do? Could you give us anybody else? And it's it's even as weird as it is. You would have thought that uh, Kyrie would have been on the whole "Yay Donda Sports" thing, and he wasn't. Well, maybe because he's with Nike, but right. But yeah, it's just I. The person I feel for the most of their PR staff. Oh my god! Imagine having to juggle Kyrie and potentially an email Udoka press conference. Like oh my
1: goodness! <laughs> and
2: I don't even know how you do an email press conference. I don't know how you do it. <sighs> I I don't know, because you you can't walk in and say you can't ask questions because they're going to keep asking. Yeah. You know.
1: Can you address it? it? Is it a a matter that you can even speak on if you're Emei Adoka?
2: I don't know. Uh, I think maybe part of the holdup of the official announcement is they're going over what he can actually say. and Because, I mean, he's got to talk eventually. Yeah. Yeah. And never mind the, you know, just the P, I mean, just the fact that, you know, what do you, you you know, he's going to get questions about the women on staff. Should they feel okay around him? I mean.
1: I thought he was, I thought he was done. I didn't think he'd get another job.
2: Like the way way
1: people started talking about it afterwards, like, Mm -hmm. like Matt Barnes, like, Oh, I heard the whole story. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's all bad. It's even worse. I, when I started hearing that stuff, I was like, I don't think he's going to get another job. Hell, it didn't take him two months.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think it would be this quick. I always, in my mind, I always, I think, I mean, I always figured Brooklyn made sense. I I figured that he should have got the job before Steve Nash. Mm. You Mm. know, he was in Brooklyn. And, I mean, it it makes sense. I mean, in terms of of available coaches, there's not a better one out there. Maybe Quinn Snyder. Maybe, you know, maybe that's it. You know, people forget Kenny Atkins is a pretty good coach. He quit rather than stay there with those guys. No. He was like, you know what? I don't need this. <laughs> and this is oh. before he got on both Kyrie and Katie together. So, I mean, you're so, walking into a situation where I mean, it's volatile. It's volatile all around. And I mean, I imagine it must be weird to be a guy like Seth Curry going Dang, I was in Sacramento. Wasn't this crazy?
1: We didn't even look. We didn't even talk about Ben Simmons.
2: Oh yeah, I forgot about. Ben. It's <laughs> it's it's so crazy. Like Ben is like story number four. <laughs> right. It's like never mind the former you know, all star who didn't play all last year <laughs> and leaked out in game two with us down two nothing. That if if my back feels better, I'll play in game. Four.
1: Hey, and maybe I just haven't followed it uh, closely enough, but have you noticed he hasn't played in, like, the last three games?
2: Yeah, something like, yeah, I saw that, yeah. Like, wh- I, wait, what? I forgot what his injury – this is, like, the year of guys who have been out for a while who can't stay on the court. I mean, as much as we make fun of Anthony Davis uh, – not we, but people make fun of Anthony Davis mm-hmm. for being injured. My God, Kawhi ain't played, what, since 2019, it feels like? It feels like Kawhi ain't played since the bubble. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, Seriously. you got a lot of guys who have been out for a long time who aren't playing. Right, I mean, who were in and out the lineup, and this is just. It's just weird, and like then, like they fire Steve Nash, and they respond by going out and losing the Bulls, and Kyrie plays terribly. Oh,
1: the one thing (laughs) Kyrie has done right um, so far this season is play basketball, and in that setting, he has his worst game of the year.
2: Yeah, normally when you fire a coach that guys don't like, they come out the next game fired up. At least one (laughs) game, they're like, "Oh no, whatever." Oh man <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay it was, yeah well like in KD fan I found out they fired him after my nap it's just like what is going on I mean it's
1: so it's, let me let me let me ask you real quick cuz we're getting out of here probably in 30 seconds yes or no can they trade Kyrie Yes you What's think so up?
2: because the Lakers are still out there
1: mm. would you do Let's just put you in the Lakers' chair since you, you got Laker ties. Would you do Kyrie for Russell Westbrook? Straight up.
2: God. <laughs> and this just tells you how crazy the Kyrie thing is. <laughs> a month ago, I'd have been like, oh, definitely. Now I'm like... This is the And here's the thing. People forget about Kyrie. When he's a free agent. And, you know... People killed the Knicks for not talking to KD. Mm-hmm. The reason why the Knicks didn't talk to KD, because the whole league knew that to get KD, you had to take Kyrie, and mm-hmm. they wanted no part of Kyrie. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, oh, God. I, I th- guess fifty-one forty-nine. I say yes, because I figure – you, if you have LeBron there, you got someone who can maybe check him. But this is also the dude that said, "Screw this, trade me. I won't be with LeBron no more." <laughs> right. I'm, I, I, I'm, 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 you know, especially the way Russ has played off the bench lately. I'm almost inclined to say I don't want Kyrie. Just let me just keep mm. Russ. You know, mm-hmm. as good as Kyrie is, who's to say that he won't say after the trade, "You know what? I need a month off to go. You know, meditate. I mean, you don't know what the hell this guy is going to do."
1: he 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 is the ultimate wild card Jason some would say he's not acting very oozy right now <laughs>
2: no he's not he's, his oozy is not very juicy right now he yeah he's yeah yeah it's yeah poor Kyrie I mean not poor Kyrie it's just I mean it's
1: damn Kyrie that's what it is <laughs> yeah that's
2: exactly what it is it's like I'm like has there been like a more like just weird polarizing guy like this since like Dennis Rotman
1: Nah, he's, he's a Robin-like figure.
2: Where you say, yeah. as good as he is, the main question becomes: Is my organization strong enough to deal with him? You know, Think about, you know, and, and everywhere he's been, the team played better once he was gone.
1: Yeah, and he I like the
2: conference finals without him. He That's came fact. back there losing the first round.
1: NBA, the NBA is so crazy right now. It only took us two weeks to forget about Draymond punching Jordan Poole. We ain't talked about that. that. That stopped everything for seventy-two hours, and that is like two years. Ago. That feels like it was when Luke Walton was coaching.
2: Yeah, we forgot. We forget the Lakers couldn't make threes, and you know, and the Russes. There's so much. We forget about Ben Simmons on that team. You forget about the fact the Sixers have not been great. Right. You forget right. about the fact the Warriors are getting beat left and right now. The Warriors have like given up the most points through like seven, eight games of any defending champion in NBA history. Yeah,
1: they've been nasty on the defensive end.
2: Yeah, I said they just went and lost to like Detroit and Charlotte. Ugh. I mean, Charlotte without Rose, well, without Rosier and LaMelo. Right. I yeah. mean, it it's it's been it's nasty in these streets right now, but no one cares because well, you know, as the nets turn.
1: As the Nets turn, man, and as the Kings turn. Oh, uh, Kings have been the motto of consistency. They've been drama-free so far. Hopefully, they keep it that way. We're going to be here uh, all year long to uh, keep you up to date with everything that's going on. Jason, we'll be back next Tuesday for a new episode of J Street Vibes. Uh, you see my man, Jason Jones, the the IG, at Mister LBC. The Twitter is at mr underscore jones
2: jones mr underscore jason jones mr
1: underscore who
2: really uses twitter anymore because you know in about a month or so my blue check mark is going to cost me money
1: yeah well guess who won't be having a blue well i don't have one now but i really won't be having one and want me to pay for twitter you out of your damn mind
2: i mean forgot you know it's already it's already become way more toxic than it's ever been so i mean I got I got fellow journalists getting exposed for their old tweets. Oh like, i like, man, I've been going. I went back. I was like, let me go back a few years. Did I say anything? I found a tweet where I I found a tweet where I admitted I was in the RKL. I said, let me get this out of here. <laughs> I said, it was like 10, 12 years old, but I was like, Oh Lord, they going to find this and say back in 29, 2009, 2009, Jason, listen to R. Kelly, let's get
1: yeah, this out yeah, of here. i it, man. Scrub that Twitter, man. Yeah, you, that got, you
2: got to. I mean, I ain't got nothing like what I've seen this week, but I'm like, Ooh, this is nasty. And,
1: and then it's like when you first got on Twitter and like, you didn't really know what he were doing. I know I was just talking wild. I was just talking crazy. Yeah, I was
2: reckless, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, as reckless as some people. I, no, I, I
1: never went there. I, yeah. I never went there. I always said, you know what, this is a public forum. I don't I'm know like, if I want to say that. Yeah,
2: I'm like, you know what, like her, like Hermit says, before you <laughs> <Okay>. hit send, <laughs> think.
1: <laughs> like, uh, absolutely. Yeah. What you guys need to do though is press send when you, or press follow when you follow myself at Diddy. And my main man, Jason Jones of The Athletic. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Hopefully we're talking about – there'll be two Kings games. Maybe we're talking about a four and five Kings team. Mm. Time for a break. They're
2: playing two struggling teams. It could happen.
1: They are. They are. J Street buys, man. We appreciate you guys, man. Y'all take care. We out here. Peace.